Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. We are so glad that uh, you've joined us today. Big show. We're going to explain a couple of things, COVID and, and your economy coming up. Let me tell you about uh, the zebra.com. I am so focused on making sure that you are spending money in the right place, that you are not wasting money. And the Z, this is where the zebra comes in. The zebra.com is a place where you can go find the right insurance coverage, major insurance quotes for home, for your car. The average person that goes to the, the zebra.com slash Beck will save $922 a year on home and auto combined. That's a thousand bucks. I don't know. I could use an extra thousand dollars. It'll take you literally five minutes to do it. Uh, save time, save money, save a thousand bucks on average. The zebra.com slash Beck. Support the show, support a, a group of people that support you. The zebra.com slash Beck. A report yesterday on inflation and his message was it's only going to get worse he's right but i want to give you an additional message it is also only going to get better we are at a flex point things are changing and things are going to get better i'll explain that and also the covid stuff that Wait a minute, it's going to take a month for the free testing to come out? What? All that and much more on today's program. We begin in 60 seconds. So, you know, the, the, the thing about companies now, I think you could be such a wild success if you just do what you say you're going to do. You know, I, I can't tell you how many companies in remodeling my home which will be done in the next two weeks. Uh, how many companies have failed the basic test? And I'm not talking about supply chain stuff. They just don't do what they say they're going to do. I don't understand that. I'm not asking you to be a hero. I'm not asking you to go way above and beyond. Just do what you said you were going to do. When I find a company like that, it makes all the difference in the world. 
These are the companies that advertise on this program, and they're also people that um, believe in you. They find value with half the country. They're like, hey, they're people too. What do you say we support them? Uh, And these guys are taking on uh, a lot to advertise on programs like mine. And so I would ask that if you need any of their products, and that means locally as well, anybody who's advertising on your local station, to please frequent them. Now, let me tell you about a company that does what they say. Car Shield. Insurance for your car is difficult. And I'm not talking about accidents and accident insurance. I mean your warranty. When your warranty goes and it expires, your car, I swear to you, it is built to break down. It's only meant to last up until that warranty. And then when the warranty is over, it's almost like, go ahead, fry all the chips, Ralph. Uh, And it breaks down. That's always been a problem. Always been a problem. But right now, it is a colossal problem. Because if your car breaks down, like I have my my trucks covered with uh, car shield, when my truck goes down, I'm not going out and buying a used truck because they're, what, 32%, 37% up in price? I'm not buying a new one because you can't get one. And I can't let it sit there in the garage and wait without a rental. How much is that going to cost me? Take all of that off your plate. Car Shield, they do what they say they're going to do. Covered repairs are a snap. You don't wait for the money to be repaid to you. They pay the the mechanic of your choice. Roadside assistance, rental car, all of it. Deductibles may apply, but call Car Shield. Just go to their website, carshield.com slash Beck. Save 10% right now. Carshield.com slash Beck. All right. So let's talk about inflation and Rand Paul yesterday released a report that talked about our living standards and real average hourly earnings. Those things are actually decreasing. You know, when, when, when Joe Biden says, well, you just pay people more. Yeah, okay, well, that's good. Um, except if you're not keeping up with the rate of inflation, you're actually making less even though they're paying you more. I know it's confusing, But you have to understand that inflation is a hidden tax and you are not getting the bailouts. Most Americans now are starting to look at loans, especially if you're a small business owner. You've already taken out a loan or you're about to take out a loan and the interest rates are going to go up another way for you to have to pay more to keep your store open, to keep your life going. To be able to buy a car, you need a car. Okay, how much is it going to cost me in interest rates? The zero down, zero APR, that's going to be a thing of the past. Uh, And it's going to get harder and harder for all of us to be able to survive. So I want to talk to you a little bit in a little bit about inflation and what the Fed is going to do. But the problem is, is it's going to possibly stop the heart of a recovery because if you don't have a loan if you can't get a mortgage mortgage applications are down 50 percent month to month 50 percent and they haven't even really started raising the interest rates some banks are raising the interest rates but they're making more money because the interest rate on them hasn't been raised yet so 
people are already starting to feel this crunch and this pinch. What do we do about it? And what is causing it? First thing we have to do, build back better. Must never pass. Uh, all of the spending in Washington, it is competing against you. So I was uh, remodeling my house. We had to pour some concrete. I, I never knew concrete was, you know, as difficult to get as, you know, concrete seems like, yeah, just go to the store and get some concrete and you put it in a wheelbarrow, throw some water in it and you got it. But when you're actually, you know, redoing a foundation or anything like that and the concrete truck comes, it still never seemed like a big deal to me because I never had a concrete truck come to my house before. But uh, when it comes in the pandemic, it was insane. It was insane how much money that concrete cost. All of the all of the things that we have taken for granted are going sky high. So you're having to pay more. They're having to charge more. Your salary isn't going up uh, quite as fast. So what do we do? The government is now talking about price controls. Another absolutely horrific idea. Everything that this government is now talking about and doing, I think we can see from San Francisco, none of it works. None of it works, right? I mean, San Francisco, I've always thought San Francisco was the most beautiful city in America. It is, it's on the water. It has beautiful buildings and architecture and history and hills. And it's just, it's spectacular. It is spectacular. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, so I'm used to that kind of weather and everything else. But if you've ever visited San Francisco, well, I don't know, 20 years ago, you know how spectacular that city is. You cannot walk the streets anymore. It is so bad. There are needles and, and feces, human feces everywhere. In good neighborhoods, if you're walking your dog... I'm not kidding you. They will take your dog. You will you'll have your dog jacked. And they'll take it and they'll sell it for, you know, a hundred bucks. People who live in good neighborhoods can't go out and walk their dog. They can't they can't do anything. This is a problem. And the problem is. The solutions that have been given to us are making these things much, much worse. And, they're, and, and we, we, we know it. We've seen it over and over and over again. What we're going through right now, we went through in the 1970s. Stagflation, which your, your cost of living is going up. It's not keeping up with your job uh, and how much you're being paid for your job. How do I, how do I make ends meet? You cut back because things are too expensive. You're not getting the raise that you need. Everything just stops. Stagflation, high prices, no movement. In the 1970s when we had this, and we had an oil crisis as well, Richard Nixon decided he was going to do price controls. Price controls do not work. 
what happens is the government comes in and says, you can't charge more than X. Well, wait a minute, but it's costing me more than that to be able to make that. So that causes more scarcity on the market because you can't make it for that price. Or if you do make it at that price, you're not making very much. So so businesses are like, I, I, I can't afford to keep my doors open and just break even like that. So what do I do? So it causes more scarcity. Now, for a limited time, price controls will work. But the minute you um, retract them, the prices go through the roof again because the market. We have to just stop denying nature. Man, this is why capitalism works and why capitalism goes bad. Because man wants an easier life. Man wants to be successful. Man uh, wants creature comforts. But man also gets greedy. Man also go corrupt. So the nature of things is let the free market work. Let people set the prices. Let people set the direction, not as individuals, but as a collective. Where are we headed as a nation? And encourage those people to be good, decent people. If you are teaching people to be empathetic and loving towards one another, even their enemies, that's the Western Judeo-Christian value. It is love your enemy, forgive people, move on, heal. That's what made the West. We are now denying all of those things. And we're coupling it with a market that we say is free, but it's not. At best, it's corrupt by people who do not believe in those Judeo-Christians. They believe in money. They believe in getting rich. They believe in getting ahead on the other guy. When you've lost the forgiveness and empathy part, you now are entering a part of capitalism that is bloody ugly and very corrupt. So to fix that, governments which are completely corrupt, come in and say, you know what we need to do? We need to control this. But the people who are in charge of the control, it's like you know putting the mob in charge of the police. They're corrupt. So everything breaks down. And that's where we are right now. Everything has broken down because we have denied too many truths. So how do we fix it? The first thing we do is face the truth. You know what? Our police, they have problems, but it's not the kind of problem that everybody has said it is. There are problems in the police force here and there, just like there are problems in, uh, you know, bakeries and, and you know, Ford, the, the, the factory line. There are people there who are doing bad things. You go for those individuals and you try to correct those things. You don't say, let's reimagine the entire world. Let's reimagine police force. You, you, I'm sorry, but you can take your imagination on your time. 
I take the universal truths of bad guys will only get worse if there's no law enforcement and if there is no actual justice, if there's social justice, we're all screwed and people will be shooting up on the streets and pooping on your front lawn while somebody else is stealing your dog while you're on a walk. That's what happens. That's where we are. So the first thing we have to do is just repoint all of those truths. We know where our cornerstones are. We just have denied them. We know what the truth really is. We've just tried to get along. Now, I'm, I take that back into the 90s, political correctness. We just tried to get along. Look, let's not. We want our kids to feel good, trophies, blah, blah, blah. All that has to end. All of it ends. It's the only way to heal. Stop denying the truth. I'm sorry. That swimmer, that's a dude. That dude should not be competing against those girls. Period. Oh my gosh, that's so hateful. That hurts. Nope, it's not. It's not meant to be hateful. You can interpret it as hateful. All I'm telling you is, he's a dude. That is the truth. Oh, Uno, I got to text you this picture of Uno I got last night from the vet. He, uh, he's had the surgery. Still, he's had the surgery. Is he transitioning? Yeah, he, well, I don't think he probably <laughs> is thinking that today. What happened to me? What did you just cut off of me? Mm. Um, because, uh, you know, he's, he's just got, he's getting older and he's got some problems. So he went in, but I had this picture of him last night. Uh, the vet sent and his tongue, he was dead asleep, but his tongue is just like long and hanging out the side. It's like a cartoon. Uh, and then when he woke up, they took a video and they're like, here, you know, here's something to eat. And he looked down at the bowl and then he looked back up at the camera and he looked down at the bowl and he laid down. And I thought, you need rough greens. You've got to have rough greens or he's not going to eat it. Uh, rough greens is not a dog food. It is a supplement that you put on your dog's food and they love it. They love it. And they grow healthier because of it. You will see a difference in your dog. At least I have. Stu has, I mean, president miles, we only call him president miles because his dog is older in actual years, not just dog years, actual years than, uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. He's, but yet he's still awake more often than Joe Biden. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's awake for what? About 23 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. Approximately. Uh, slash back. Get your free bag right now. Just for your dog to try out. Make sure they like it. It's R U F F greens.com slash back rough greens.com slash back eight, three, three, Glenn 33. Call him now. 10 seconds station ID. So when I was talking to you a minute ago about concrete, the reason why I bring this up is if I am in the market for concrete because I'm building a house or I'm building whatever, if I'm in the market for concrete and the government is spending trillions of dollars on, quote, infrastructure, (laughs) they're buying all of the concrete. Mm. So now my tax dollars are competing against me as I'm trying to buy concrete. 
So when they talk about infrastructure, and everybody's like, yeah, we need infrastructure. We're going to spend another $4 trillion on infrastructure. That's great, unless you're trying to build a house. Unless you need copper for your wiring. Unless you need anything. You need steel. Good luck. Because you're now in the market against literally yourself who is bidding the price of all of this stuff through the roof. I beg of you to think of this in every local election when they tell you they're going to spend $30 million on a new gym in your neighborhood. Think of the people who own gyms in your neighborhood who are now competing against themselves this is a new with their thing. own tax dollars. This is a new thing, and it's in Ugh. Texas, and it's driving me out of oh, my it's mind. All over. It's not just Texas, but it's all over. It shouldn't be in Texas, though. No. I mean, it is insane. Yeah, these cities build these giant mega rec centers, like rec centers yeah. with incredible gyms and incredible facilities, which is a nice, I mean, most people just look at it, it's a nice benefit. The, 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 it's usually a cheap uh, membership fee as compared to the open market. But what does that do to a person who spent all this money building a business in a town and now has opened up so, competition paid for by their own tax dollars? So I went to I went to City Hall um, recently oh, in my love town. Seeing you walk in there, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh gosh! Here you comes know what? It, okay. Do you know what they just built in City Hall? No. A restaurant slash bar. And they built it. It's not run privately. Mm. It's run by the city. And they did it so, you know, you could meet with city council and everything. Excuse me? I almost lost my mind. You can have a restaurant so you can meet with city council? Yeah, so you can just go and meet with them and they can, you know, you can meet with your officials and it's in a comfortable situation. I don't want to meet with my officials in a comfortable sitting. I don't mind if they're sitting on a sandbag and they're having to wear (laughs) razor wire for braces. I don't really give a flying crap. I want them to be as uncomfortable and out of that office as much as possible. What do you mean? So I can go meet with them in a comfortable place. If I need to meet with them and I'm hungry, meet me at McDonald's. Meet me at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You know what? You're such an you're such a boob. I'll sit there and you can be in the little playscape thing <laughs> while we talk. <laughs> and now there are restaurants around town where they, where people used to go for meetings. Correct. Where they will not go and they will instead give the money to the town to pay for more junk. What is that? Uh, it's a terrible, terrible. It's a horrible development. Yeah. A, an absolute public-private partnerships. It's all part of the Great Reset. Mm. Stop. Stop. Let the public do it. Let people, individuals do it, not the politicians or government. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I was looking at that um, uh, stat today about how mortgages are, are way down. Applications for mortgages are way down. That's for a couple of reasons. One, the Great Reset. People are being priced out of houses. Um, the second thing is, is the banks are starting to rise uh, to raise their interest rates and make it more difficult. And inflation. You have to save money. You have to get a consolidation loan if you have a high interest credit card debt so you can save money. You need 
to lock in the lowest interest rate you possibly can. Most people don't even know what they're paying for in their mortgage. Find out. It can save you a buttload of money. American financing. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. I have known these people for a long time. They've been huge supporters of the show, huge supporters of you and anybody who likes to save money and do it the right way. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Call them now, AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Big special tonight on The Great Reset. Use the code The Great Reset to save 15 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight, the Wednesday night special. You don't want to miss it. (laughs) The global elites and politicians and the mainstream media continue to try to push off the Great Reset is no big deal. Nothing to see here. There's a lot to see here. Tonight, I'll give you the chalkboard and things that you can do. Tonight, 9 p.m. By the way, if you use the promo code Great Reset um, uh, at, to, to get a Blaze subscription. I think it's The Great Reset. Is it The Great Reset? I believe so. Um, the name of your book. It's yep. the same name as, as your current release. It's out in bookstores. Number the one. Great Reset is your promo code. You'll save 15 bucks on your subscription. Uh, do it now. We'll see you tonight at 9 on Blaze TV and Blaze TV's YouTube channel. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. Holy cow. Good. I'm glad we got that in there. So um, I have a question for you. Yeah. This is Because okay. one of the things I'm going to be talking about on Stu Does America tonight is this new promise from our incredible leader, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Uh, who is giving us now 500 million new tests mm. and 400 million new N95 masks. Apparently, you're going to be able to walk in any Walmart, just pick up a box of N95 masks for free, courtesy of the government. Totally wait, free. Wait, hang on just a second. Unless, I, you know, you wait pay taxes. I, I could have gotten into, I could have walked into a Walmart or mm-hmm. Home Depot or any place, mm-hmm. gotten N95 masks, mm. walked out mm-hmm. without paying for them already. It, unless they charge over a thousand dollars, they're not going to charge me with a crime. <laughs> That's true. So what is, what are these new policies. Who cares about inflation? <laughs> right. Just start taking stuff. As long as it's under a thousand bucks, it's free. <laughs> uh, but uh, all this is happening, and it's. I, is do you find it at all strange? Yes. <laughs> you don't even have to finish. finish. No matter what yes. I put no at the end of the sentence, what you put yeah. in, yes. But it, do you find it at all strange that here we have this? A, a, a new variant that's blowing through the population we it now appears that we are past the peak nationally we're past the peak in about 20 mm-hmm. uh, 20 states pretty clearly uh-huh. and the other states are going to peak here in the next uh, week or two uh-huh. we should be completely done with this in a few weeks yes you know completely in in air quotes i mean there, there'll still be things going on but it should be mostly passed and about that time we are going to get 500 million tests and 400 million at N95 masks at our, at our expense after the wave is over. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? <laughs> why would it? Why? Because why, there's a couple of things. Why? <laughs> why would it? Why would it come after, after. the wave mm-hmm. instead of before when we all remember on Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. getting the alerts from South Africa that there's a new variant. Mm-hmm. They made it a thing. It started growing in South Africa. We all saw it. Then it hit all these other countries. We knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. And they waited until 
after. So why? Okay. Why? So here's the thing. I listened to the New York Times uh, podcast this morning, and they gave me the answer why. And they're 100% wrong. Okay. Okay. They're like, <laughs> well, you know, supply chain and manufacturing. Oh. And no, you're 100% wrong. Because those were available. N95 masks uh, were available. Uh-huh. I bought rapid tests in stores. I have to. So, like, it was, they were coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you, a big, you know, movement like this. I, I mean, I'm sure it's there's some tests on the supply chain, but those, they, they were out there. They Imagine were just. Imagine if Donald Trump were president, oh. what would be being said right now? Oh, uh, I mean, there's no excuse for this. Okay, so let me explain why. Governments follow, they do not lead. Even fascistic governments follow. They do not lead. People generally lead. In the case of medicine, uh, disease leads. You know, we didn't have anybody. We had Fauci, but he was working on the disease first. Um, you know, let's create a disease so we can get a cure. Um, when it comes to things like disease, we weren't working on things until you know exactly what's here and and what we need okay so disease leads people lead the markets lead governments cannot they're too slow so that's the first thing the government this is fast for a government reaction this is fast mm. i mean how many times have things gone wrong way wrong and you're like, well, is anybody going to do anything about this? One? Uh, I mean, we've got massive fraud here or a massive fraud there. And yeah, we're, we're working on that. We're doing a study <laughs> on that. Okay, so this Always is... Always late. Always. This is yeah. a rapid, rapid response for the government. So that should show you, one, completely ineffective. Governments are completely ineffective. Left to the free market, they already, because there's demand for it, Left to people who are motivated to A, do the right thing, and B, produce because they'll make money. Those two things will always be faster and better. The second thing is, this is not about the disease. Everything we know that that we think is coming and is now being verified by the Europeans and uh, Israel and South Africa, all of the things that we now know about Omicron show this probably is it. We're probably burning ourselves out right now. I know people who were dead set for masks. They were uh, for the mandates, everything else. And they're done. They're done. They're vaccinated. They're done. And they see this and they instinctively know this is over. This, this is it. We're all going to get this. And then it's over. Generally speaking, things don't, you know, smallpox, uh, when we came up with a vaccine for it and eradicated it, it generally doesn't mutate and get much, much worse unless you haven't killed it. The common cold is not going to suddenly become Ebola because nature wants that to survive it's life that cold that virus is life and so the natural thing is survival of the fittest well when it comes to things like coronavirus 
The survival of the fittest means the one that is the least deadly to the host so it can continue to live. So it's not going to go backwards, generally speaking. Could. Doubtful. The government has made this about control. They have made this about silencing of speech. They've made this about vaccine passports for an entirely different reason. They've made this about labor unions in our schools. They have not made it about health. That is, that is the, um, the stage makeup that makes you believe that guy is really who he says he is. No, that's a fake nose, man. That's a fake nose. That's not. No, they are pretending. They are doing things just enough, just enough to be able to um, keep some credibility, which I think they failed at because they think they're smarter than the average person. Look at what's happened. There were a few people that were awake. But now look. You have people on the left. You have people who vehemently disagree with me who are actually saying the same thing. They just don't think they are because of social media. They think I'm saying something entirely different. They're saying the same thing. They're done. They're done. The government is only putting these things in so they can retain control and power. It's not over yet. You still need us. We Mm. still have to do this. It's over. And people need to start demanding, back off. Let Pfizer do what Pfizer does. Back off. And let me, just to illustrate that point, this is the New York Times. Now, this guy never gets on the daily podcast that you were speaking of because yeah. he keeps saying things like this. But this is uh, David Leonhardt. And let me, this is, a, this is a sentence in the New York Times today. The available evidence suggests that Omicron is less threatening to a vaccinated person than a normal flu. We are at a point where today Hawaii is talking about not allowing people in their state if they are not not just vaccinated, but boosted. Washington, D.C., which is clearly on the other side now, probably the most clear in the nation uh, on the other side of the peak of Omicron is today, this week, instituting new all sorts of new restrictions on this side after the peak. So because they are not about anything other than control, mm. if this had something to do with science, you would hear you would hear people starting to say, well, it looks like we're in the clear. Looks like we're we're headed in that direction. We still have deaths. We still are going to have problems. Yeah. But this is now something that we can all live with all around the world. It, this is now changed. This is exactly what I told you would happen. In January of 19, when it was still in China only, and I said, here's what's going to happen, what we have to get used to right now. We don't know how deadly this thing is going to be, but let's just assume it's the 1918 kind of flu. It's going to kill a lot of people, but it's going to be worse for the economy and the ramifications long term uh, for the economy. Then it will be in death. Death will be bad. But what's going to happen to the world is something that should concern every American and every person on the planet. The second thing I said was, and we're going to live with this forever. 
eventually it is going to burn itself out and it will become like the common cold or the flu. And I said at the time, we don't want to add another 50,000 deaths a year to the flu, but that's probably what's going to happen. We didn't have the flu. 1918 wipes all these millions of people out. And then within three years, it's just the flu. There's a slow burn instead of that raging fire. Correct. So we lose now about 50,000 people every year due to the flu. People get vaccines if they are, um, you know, immunocompromised or they're elderly and they should get the vaccine. The same thing with Omicron and with COVID-19. It's now no longer going to be scary. But that's the problem. Anyone who wants power needs you to be afraid. See, this is this is the real key to solving all of this. Choose not to be afraid. I'm not afraid of covid. I'm not afraid of losing my voice. I'm not afraid of, you know, losing my job. I'm not going to like it if I do. I won't like I don't like being a pariah because of what I politically believe, but I'm not afraid of it. They have no power over you if you're not afraid. Zero power. That's why they they double down every step of the way to silence you and to make you feel alone. They make sure that you're not connecting to all the people that you say you want to connect with on Facebook. They hide those people. They stop them from being into your feed because they need you to feel isolated and alone. You're not. You're not. They are, and they are on the losing side. You are on the right side of history. Don't let fear play a role in your life at all. Don't. Don't. Back in a minute. All right, as if finding a job in this uh, crazy economy isn't frustrating enough. I mean, boy, how do you find a job? There's help signs wanted everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. Anyway. Um, There are reports that at least 36,000 fake job listings are designed to harvest your information online, your driver's license information, your social security number, and a whole lot more. Just going out and finding a job, are you being scammed? It is really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting your life and will continue to do it if you don't have somebody that is really on your side looking for all these things. Nobody can stop all cybercrime. It is a growing industry. It's changing all the time. But the best in the business is LifeLock. LifeLock by Norton. They've been, they were the first in back in the 90s when, you know, hey, take my social security number. Go ahead. I'm not worried about it. And I'm like, why would anybody be worried about their social security? You know, they were in it before anyone understood identity theft. And they're the best, and they'll help clean things up if they miss something. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Save up to 25%. Use the promo code back at lifelock.com. Lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Promo code back. The Glenn Back Program.
some great news coming out of New Hampshire. We go there here in just a second. You know, Glenn, over the past year or so, you've come to the idea of presenting gifts to me on the air uh-huh. for big moments in my life. Really? Yeah, you have. And uh, I have one for you because, look, you've got a number one book. You've got a big special, a great reset special today. Uh, so so yeah. I have a, a gift for you, and I don't think you'll have any idea what this is. This is uh, The Wire Season 5, Episode 8, Clarifications. Did no, you know that? that you, Glenn Beck, were in The Wire? I had no idea. I know. <laughs> you were in... This is the show that Jason Whitlock was on here saying. You look at the list of the top 100 shows of all time. It's often in the number one, sometimes number two, number three. I'm watching The Wire because I had never watched it. In Season 5, Glenn's just on TV. In the show. Do you have, <laughs> you have no any idea. idea this existed? I had no idea. I couldn't believe it. And I, I actually, because, and, I, and I, I mean this the best way possible, you do appear a little different than you did in 2008. Are you saying... There was a no... Is that a fat thing? To the point of, I literally worked on the show that is pictured. It's just on the TV. The mayor is watching TV and you're on the TV. Uh. And this is before you were on Fox, which I thought was really interesting. So when you're on CNN headline news, yeah. and you're doing a show in LA and I remember the show. Oh, I do too. You, with a Hollywood yeah, sign yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I looked at you and I actually, a person who worked on the show had to rewind it to make sure it was actually you because <laughs> you look so different. <laughs> so. I have seen some pictures lately, not only the fatness thing, but my hair is completely white now. <laughs> yes. Completely white. Yeah. Thank you, George Soros. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations. Back. You know, you're on Thank the IMDb you. page for the number one show <laughs> of all time. Well, congratulations. You know, I played a big role in that. <laughs> you did. And, you did. Uh, the success really comes from this program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you so much. Um, I want to tell you personally that I have been working with Vladimir Zelenko. He is the, uh, the doctor that President Trump... Uh, credited uh, with a successful early treatment protocol. Uh, he's the guy with hydroxychloroquine at the very, very beginning. Um, but he's worked two years on stuff, and his patients recover, and he doesn't lose patients. And he also has this res- uh, this um, uh, regimen that he calls the Z-Stack that you've been able to buy in piecemeal, et cetera, et cetera. He's decided to make it for his patients and now we've asked him if we could actually help him uh sell it because i think it's really important take control of your own health zstacklife.com slash beck again this is from uh the the world-renowned dr vladimir zelenko he's been on the program before uh he's one of the leading authorities on preventive uh uh medicines to be able to Make sure you don't get it. And if you do get it, all of the treatments, it's zstacklife.com slash Beck. Go there now. I take it every day. zstacklife.com slash Beck.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. As you know, prices have gone way up. It's inflation. They lied to us, told it was told us it was transitory. Who is still listening to these people? Honestly, they told us that if we just bail out all the banks, no one would be too big to fail. Well, everything is too big to fail now. All of these banks, and they've gotten wildly wealthy. Do you know that the wealthiest on the planet, their their uh, wealth grew at 1.6 trillion dollars. Just from COVID? Wait a minute. Wait. How much? This has been a redistribution of wealth, a redistribution of power, and you, the little guy, are expected to sit here and take it. No. No, you don't have to. There are things that you can do, and we're going to talk about it in 60 seconds. So Clifton uh, wrote in, he's a listener of ours, and he said, uh, Glenn, thank you so much for talking about Relief Factor. I am now 95% pain-free, and I feel amazing. I I plan on continuing to take a, a Relief Factor as long as it continues to work for me. That's exactly what you should be doing. Nobody should be taking anything if it's not working for you. Um, Three-week quick start trial it can get you 100%, 80%, pain-free. Uh, I know that I still have days of pain, even though I take Relief Factor uh, every day, but my daily pain is gone. That's a big deal. Try the three-week quick start. Get your life back. It was developed for you, and it's $19.95. It's a dollar a day. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% go on to order more. Just like Clifton said, I'll take it as long as it works. 70% order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four relief, 800 for relief, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. There are some really disturbing things that are going on. Um, Mortgage rates are starting to go up, even though the Fed hasn't raised them yet. Oil prices, they think of this november 2020 the average cost of gasoline was two dollars and one cent by uh november 2021 a year later with joe biden and his cohorts the price of gasoline was three dollars and forty cents uh that's uh that's a dollar 39 increase that's remarkable and it's only going to get worse i want to talk to you a little bit about blackrock i'm doing a special tonight on the great reset and i'm going to show you how their policies are actually affecting you and the way you have to deal with it is locally you're not going to beat this on a global scale but i'm telling you right now i can feel it as this thing is becoming exposed More and more people are starting to take local action, state action, and it is freaking those people out. I don't know if you saw what BlackRock came out with yesterday, but they were like, hey, hey, we're we're capitalists. 
this this shareholder uh, stakeholder capitalism it's 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 still capitalism and 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 we're not really doing all these really bad things with green energy yeah they are yeah they are they're panicked already and the word has just started to get out and that's the key getting the word out i published my book last week i am i've never been in this predicament before this is the worst news that could happen there isn't a single copy available anywhere you have to buy it on kindle right now because of supply chain breakdowns we just went through books like water you can't even buy it on amazon or anything they've taken away the buy button now because they're so back ordered please get it on kindle and share it with a friend because once you share it once you know what it is the world unlocks it's the rosetta stone for the news and then what happens well let me introduce you to somebody i just read about yesterday which i think oh my gosh this this has come as such great news to me he is a representative in the uh, state house of new hampshire his name is jd burn but is it bernardi 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 how are you doing sir i'm doing great how are you uh, i am much better after i saw what you did um tell me what you know about the great reset and what you guys in new hampshire are doing in the state house well i i learned about esg scores a long time ago in in doing investments for 401ks but uh this past summer i heard you really start speaking about the great reset and and how basically an esg score can be weaponized against companies and against individuals correct uh and so once that you know switch went off i said okay i i don't know what we can do you know, I have no scope federally, but I'm I'm a freshman legislator. And I said I got to do something about this. So uh, I wrote a, wrote a bill, and another individual in, in the state house wrote a bill. Their bill was less was less comprehensive, but we merged the two. I became the prime sponsor, and uh, I, I just got out of the uh, the committee hearing today uh, on it. In fact, it's still going on with some of the other folks. Um, I've stepped out. Um, but uh, uh, the approach that we've taken is uh, we can, you cannot use ESG scores in a discriminatory manner to uh, by if you're a bank or if you're a corporation against another corporation or another individual. Uh, and we, we took the path of, of uh, you can't be discriminatory because it, um, it was more likely to withstand constitutional muster Good. rather than just an out and out and out ban. Right. So if I may read, um, all banks and other financial institutions doing business in the state of New Hampshire, either directly or through the use of an outside contractor, shall not discriminate against nor advocate for or cause adverse treatment of any citizen or business in their business practices based on subjective or arbitrary standards such as social media posts, participation or membership in any clubs, associations or unions, etc., political affiliation, employer or other social credit, environmental, social and governance. 
uh, or similar values based or impact criteria. No provision of this law shall interfere with the bank's other financial institutions ability to discontinue or refuse to conduct business with an individual account holder or potential customer when such action is necessary for the physical safety of its employees. What they're saying is these ESG scores are going to make these banks that write loans to people who disagree with them uh, or the ESG score. Um, that is going to make the bank vulnerable uh, to a collapse. So how does this get around that kind of thinking? No, no, no. This is just business. We know what's coming and it's going to make these banks very, very vulnerable. Uh, well, they, the, the banking industry's representative was there testifying today. They're concerned that they're going to be open for uh, multiple uh, lawsuits. Uh, and, of course, they, they will be uh, potentially arbitrary and whatnot. And you know, I, 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 I didn't have an opportunity to respond to that. Uh, but I, I think as with all uh, laws where discrimination standards have have been set, um, they they are going to they invite certain amount of uh, legal activity that the courts then basically adjudicate, and finally we come to a settled standard of what this means, and and uh, it, it's then easy to uh, to administer once you know the ground rules are are, are well set. We're talking to State House uh, Representative uh, J, uh, J.D. Bernardi, and he is in New Hampshire. He has introduced a bill. How concerned are you? I mean, obviously enough, you, you put a bill together, but give people in other legislatures or other cities even a, a, a read on how alarming it is to you um, that that this ESG road is being traveled now. What does it mean to you and to the average person? Well, it, b because those scores have, are, are right now essentially uh, heavily woke, you know, they're very leftist in, in their thinking. So uh, climate change, uh, many of the diversity uh, requirements are there. So uh, it, you know, in, in New Hampshire, we use a lot of uh, natural gas and fuel oil to heat our, our homes and generate electricity. If and that's true throughout New England, if uh, if these businesses are unfavored and their ability to succeed financially is curtailed, we're in huge trouble. We, we don't have other sources of, of getting our electricity and uh, heat at this, at this point in time. So this, this is universal across the, across the country. I mean, down south, you mean your air conditioning is going to be unplugged because that's what's going to happen down there. Um, it, it's, it's very important that people understand that once these scores can be weaponized against you or against companies, they are going to curtail your ability to do normal life and businesses act like they always have in the past. So what, how difficult was it for you to take this information and share this with your fellow uh, representatives? And do, did you get a lot of this is conspiracy? What, what was the reaction and how did you overcome it? 
uh, uh, well, on the Democrat side, there was a fair amount of conspiracy uh, thought. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it's uh, um, and concern about oh, you know, you're you're focusing on on the wokeness uh, aspect of it. But you know, once you uh, can articulate, look, the the principles that are being advanced in these ESG scores are are being articulated in the World Economic Forum by Bank of America, by J.P. Morgan Chase, by all the 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 big players in the financial world who can control so much money or investment in in the stocks of uh, S&P and whatnot, it's very clear that, that they have the ability to forward that point of view and drive these decisions the way they want them without understanding the, the incredible harm they're going to do. I have to tell you um, that uh, every day I get up and I wonder, I'm sure you do too, everybody does, what I do, does it make a difference? And every day I wonder if anyone is going to take the information and do something about it because they have different skill set than I have. Um, I can't tell you uh, how just pleased I am that um, that you have taken these steps and that others in New Hampshire uh, are taking these these steps. You are a first that I know of, um, although it is starting to trickle out now in just the last couple of days. But you're the first that I know of, and every state should be uh, talking to you and looking at your bill and seeing how they can make it constitutionally even stronger. Um, but uh, I am I am very grateful for the opportunity my children will have to be able to live free. Thank you. Well, I'm very grateful that that you are this beacon of information for us that we can then pick up and and take our talents and use and, and advance as as need be. Uh, and I welcome any of the legislators from any of the states who want to uh, to get this inf- you know bill from me. That's fine. Or they can contact the Heartland Institute as well. We're working with with uh, with those folks and uh, they have this bill and they're helping us uh, advance it as well. God bless you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. State uh, state representative from New Hampshire, J.D. Burnaby uh, or Bernard Bernardi. I don't know why I can. Uh, I'm the worst. I don't Hall know of Fame how, broadcaster. Hall of Fame. How mm-hmm. does that happen? You well, may be a beacon of information, well, but you can't pronounce things. I mean, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe in the multiverse. Someplace uh-huh. there is a multiverse where I where it makes sense that I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. This just doesn't happen to be it. I would love to visit there. Someday. Yeah. I w- <laughs> 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 All right. Back in just a second. Make no mistake. The country is being eased into the Great Reset. By the way, uh, buy the Kindle book now. Uh, you can go to Glenn's new book dot com and get the kindle version it is the electronic version is the only version you can get right now due to the supply chain please please read this book and pass it on uh what he said is absolutely true once you understand it then the world changes the world changes all right 
the world is being led into the Great Reset, and uh, it's going to cause disaster after disaster after disaster. Look at what's happening with inflation right now. You cannot have centralized control like this uh, and not have inflation, uh, supply chain shortages, all of these things. So what are you doing? Instead of just complaining about it, let's do something about it. Right off the bat, do you have emergency food? Do you have enough money, I mean, sorry, enough food in your house that if there is significant food chain shortages, I mean, look at the store, the grocery store shelves. I've never seen this in my life. I mean, this is like living in the Soviet Union. It honestly, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's still much better, but in comparison to where America used to be, I've never seen this in my life and it could get really bad, really fast. Right now, you can save $50 on their popular four-week emergency food kit at preparewithglenn.com. It's my Patriot Supply, the best, uh, the best stored food out there, bar none. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day for each member of the family for four weeks. Now, all you have to do is act. Just go to preparewithglenn.com. Save $50 on your kit. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So the Great Reset bill is starting to move forward in certain states. We're, we're going to talk to uh, the state treasurer in um, West Virginia that has just now stopped doing business with BlackRock because mm-hmm. of the Great Reset. And we have somebody to call Texas on the carpet. They've already uh, passed a bill. The governor signed it. Stop all business with BlackRock uh, and divest all state funds from BlackRock. Mm. BlackRock is now courting the uh, the legislature and the governor here in Texas, and we're not doing anything. We've already signed it into law. The governor's already signed it, and we won't divest now because, well, I mean, BlackRock is saying some, you know, mm. maybe they'll go a little easier on Texas. No, no. Mm. Well, uh, the book is out. You can't really buy it anywhere except on Kindle. So please buy it on Kindle. Uh, but you do have a special tonight where yes. you're going to go into this in, in a lot of depth. Is it is it commercial free? Commercial free tonight. Wow. Um, and it's a, a full hour at the chalkboard. I'm going to go through all of the highlights. It's a it's a good primer. So if you don't if you haven't gotten the book yet uh, or you don't really understand it yet, I think this will really help you. I'm going to try to break it down and really try to explain in the simplest, easiest terms, not just what it means for corporations, not just what it means for, you know, small businesses, but what does it mean to you? How is this going to affect your life? Because that's the key. You know, when when we were talking about uh, wokeness, When Coca-Cola said, hey, let's uh, teach people to be less white, people cared, but not like they cared when they realized this is being taught to my children. Tonight, I hope to bring that to you tonight. I hope to show you the world that your children will live in, the things that will happen 
to you in your own home in the next couple of years if this isn't stopped and ways for you to stop it. Now, you can uh, join us at The Blaze. We would so appreciate your subscription. You are the reason we have the confidence that we will survive um, because we have a direct relationship with you. There's no one in between us, no sponsor, nothing. Um, It's a relationship between me and you. I would appreciate if you haven't become a Blaze subscriber yet, please support us, become a member of the family, get all of the information you need, and then some. Just go to blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code, The Great Reset, you're going to save 15 bucks today on your subscription. And then I will see you tonight at 9 p.m. We're going to go into some of the information here in just a second. Tonight at 9 p.m., blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code, The Great Reset. The Glenn Back Program. So how is it we change things? I've been saying for probably 15 years, you got to spit yourself out of the system. When I started saying that, it was more of a prompting and I didn't exactly know what it meant. I know what it means now and ways you can do it. It means you can't be reliant upon the things that are unreliable or unreliable because of the people or the philosophies involved. You have to be self-reliant and do business with people who believe in the same thing and are furthering those goals. The best example, the easiest one that will save you money, give you the same kind of coverage and service that you uh, require, um, but also give you better customer service and is fighting with you, not against you, is Patriot Mobile. I don't care who you have. If you haven't switched to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, please seriously consider it today. You'll get free activation with the offer code Beck. It is top-notch cell service, and they are working with us on our goals. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Tonight, don't miss the special. 9 p.m. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is The Great Reset. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is truly a wonder to watch the global elites and the media and the politicians that have tried to push off the Great Reset as no big deal. Nothing to see. It's, you know, it's it's just a conspiracy. It's from the World Economic Forum. It's no big deal. They don't have any power. Really? When we first started calling this out, uh, that was the first line of attack. Uh, we were conspiracy theorists. Uh, we believe the World Economic Forum was some master cabal that, you know, they're having star chamber meetings and none of those things are true. None of those things are true. None of those things are what we said. Uh, they're not calling uh, shots from some evil underground lair. Um, they have connections with the most powerful people, the richest and most politically powerful people in the world. And they meet at Davos. It, it's just that. And they're like minded. So all that people were saying at the beginning was that this is a conspiracy theory. It's not this week from all over the globe. They are speaking at the Davos World Economic Forum 
Uh, and tonight, coincidentally, we are airing a commercial-free special on the Great Reset. The same week, the Economic Forum is trying to sell their agenda. I'm going to show you what that agenda is really all about. And I find it interesting that it's the same voices that are still saying conspiracy theory or diminish what's going on. I want to give you a quote from Jack Dorsey from Twitter. Yesterday, he tweeted out, the amount of attention World Economic Forum receives is inversely proportional to the organization's usefulness. It's useless. Really? If it's useless, why are you spending the time tweeting about it? If it truly is useless, I mean, you know, pigs in a blanket, really high, highly overrated breakfast food, they're useless. Well, I'm not making that tweet because pigs in a blanket are really not an important breakfast food. Not, not everybody's talking about that. Deep thoughts by Jack. Eye boogers. They're pointless. They're annoying. They're useless. The World Economic Forum is not useless. If you look just at who is speaking, Xi Jinping was the lead speaker uh, earlier this week. The president of China. If you look at the number of prime ministers, central bank people, uh, gigantic corporations, Black, BlackRock alone has more money and, and holds more investment money than any other anything on the planet. Makes the queen look like a pauper. They are at the World Economic Forum, and they are helping design the policy. Let me give you an example of what the World Economic Forum really is. Do you remember back in the 1970s, there was something called the Heritage Foundation? It's still out. But in the 1970s, the Heritage Foundation came along and it was founded to redirect America's principles back to conservative principles and the founding. And in the 70s, the left ignored it. They laughed. Oh, we got this in the bag. Jimmy Carter. I mean, we're we're fine. Something happened. These people were were thinking, planning, strategizing and connecting with people who had power and a new vision. Ronald Reagan won in a landslide, much because of the Heritage Foundation. It kicked off 12 years of Republican control in the White House. That's the Heritage Foundation. Okay, That was well-funded back in the 70s, but not like the World Economic Forum. It had connections, but not like the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum, a global think tank that is injecting 21st century fascism directly onto elected officials and global financial and corporate juggernauts. Imagine if the Heritage Foundation had the eyes and ears of every prime minister and president in the world, the vast majority of not only the corporate leaders, but the corporate boards and all of the major financial institutes, including the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, the European Central Bank, the Japanese Central Bank, the uh, American Central Bank. Do you think that the world would be the same if the Heritage Foundation 
had that group of people in the 1970s? No. No, we would be a radically different country. So, Jack, as much as I appreciate your opinion, it's ridiculous to think that these people are worthless. Really? How come all of these billionaires and trillionaires are all making their way to the... Do they just really love skiing together that much? I don't think so. Jason's with us. He's our uh, our head writer, head researcher. Um, and there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. First of all, the special, because you hadn't read the book. Um, you know, you weren't involved in the research. I mean, some of the research, but you weren't on the day-to-day you know, working on the book, you read the book and what was your takeaway? My takeaway was I think back to what over a year ago when I first brought this in and we're like, what the heck is this? This is probably something we should look at. And we started like in little chunks, just exposing things in chunks, banks, ESG corporations. Those were like multiple different shows. And after I read the book or while I was reading the book, I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen all of those pieces put together, but in an easy to understand way. Because, I mean, we, we were trying. It's hard to explain this stuff easily. It's, it's really hard. And I, it was about a year and a half ago when you first, I don't remember what you stumbled on, but you were like, have you ever heard of the Great Reset? And it was the time that I was questioning Build Back Better, going, what the hell? That's the worst slogan I've ever heard. Uh, And that is the slogan from the World Economic Forum that everybody's using all around the world. I didn't know that they were. I thought that was a Joe Biden thing. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't. And I remember you. I don't remember what you brought to me, but I remember thinking, this is really important. This explains a lot. We were you remember looking, that? Yeah, well, we were. I think it was probably when we were looking through just a bunch of quotes because everyone was talking about the World Economic Forum Great Reset as being something positive. But then we would pull little quotes and it would say, "We're redefining capitalism." Uh, other quotes is, "You will own nothing and you'll like it. Right. Or be happy." And we're like, "What? Like redefining capitalism?" And then we started looking into stakeholder capitalism and what the heck is yep. that even mean? Yep. Um, but the book really goes into explaining that in a very, very easy way. And tonight, if you've already read the book, you're going to you're going to watch the show, and this is going to be almost like a Cliss version f- for that. So if there's things that you didn't understand tonight, you're going to fully understand. If there's things that you wanted a little bit more uh, clarification on, like more examples, like for instance, tonight, you know, you talked about in the book a lot how ESG is you know being used to force companies and banks, you know, to you know to, to redirect money into places that they want or issues Correct. that they want. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to show you exactly how. And we've showed you a little bit of this um, in other shows, but the context that it's in now tonight, it's all going to crystallize. You are going to completely understand what this is about. You are going to completely understand how they are doing it. It is vital to watch tonight. So tonight, like Jason just said, it is vital to watch. We are doing this. I mean, you can't get the book. Um, Amazon and everywhere else, they've taken the buy button off because they're so far behind uh, in printing, you can't. The only way to get it is a digital copy through Kindle. I urge you, please get a copy of the book. Um, I am not for digital copies. I don't like reading. I read things on digital, but if I if it's important, I always have it because it's easier to remember when you have the tactile um, 
book in front of you and, and notes and notes. Yeah. So it's um, I, I urge you to get the book, but please buy the Kindle book. We don't have time to waste. This is the worst situation we could have imagined where you can't even get it. But I noticed um, that this is taking off faster than anything else we have ever exposed. Amazing. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, there are already things that are happening. I'm going to talk to the two people. Uh, one, West Virginia. The, I think it's the state treasurer who is now they're they're divesting from BlackRock. Good. And uh, next hour also, I'm talking to uh, somebody here in Texas because we already signed a bill. The, the governor signed it here in Texas to divest from BlackRock, and now they're not doing it. Mm. Uh, I want to hold the politicians' feet to the fire. What the hell is happening there? But have you noticed a change in the BlackRock attitude even in the last week? Oh, just, just in some of the, uh, the, that one instance you talk about in Texas, um, the way that they're wording things now, they're not as they're not puffing their chest out as much before Correct. because they had no one to stand against them and no one Correct. was questioning anything. Correct. But now they're like, oh, no, no, we're not going to put you out of business. You yeah. know, this is just something that yeah, bull crap. Right. Bull crap. Right. Here's this. This came out. Um, this just came out from BlackRock, from Larry Fink, who's the head of BlackRock. So, you know, and you'll understand this in the book and on the special. BlackRock is the biggest investment firm in the world. They have seven or ten trillion dollars under management just themselves. But when you add the European Central Bank and the Federal Reserve, you're you're approaching thirty trillion dollars that they directly affect that. That's massive. Nobody's ever been like that. They're also the only Western group to ever be allowed in to China to do investing as well. It's a, it's very bad. Anyway, so he just wrote, Larry Fink just wrote, when my partners and I founded BlackRock starting 34 years ago, we had no experience running a company. Over the last three decades, I've had the opportunity to talk with countless CEOs and learn what distinguishes truly great companies. Time and time again, they all share what we have a clear sense of purpose, consistent values, and crucially, they recognize the importance of engaging with and delivering for their key stakeholders. This is the foundation of stakeholder capitalism. Stakeholder capitalism is not about politics. It's not a social or ideological agenda. It's not woke. It's capitalism <laughs> driven by mutual beneficial relationships between you, the employees, the customers, suppliers, and communities your, com country, your company relies on to so they can prosper. This is the power of capitalism. This is an out and out lie. This this is this is the happiest spin you could possibly put on this pig. This is <laughs> this is lipstick that you're like, dude, man, you're still kissing a pig. It's still a pig. No, look how pretty she is. It is it's crazy because they are now starting to defend themselves. It hasn't happened before. Mm -hmm. The the things that the opposition will do, there's what there are trillions of dollars at stake. I'm not suicidal. I am in a very good mood. Uh, I'm I'm a very good driver. Uh, my brakes work. Uh, there's trillions of dollars at stake and they are not going to sit idly by. Um, but I will tell you, local 
is the only thing they cannot beat. Local. I'll explain more of that tonight. Get the book. Get the Kindle version right now. The Great Reset. You just go to glensnewbook.com, Click on the Kindle version and uh, download it and read it now. Tonight, full commercial-free episode on Blaze TV. <laughs> All right. As you most certainly know by now, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a passion to help uh, give you the best sleep of your night, uh, of, of your life. Every night I sleep with a MyPillow. Every night I sleep on the MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets, which are, are there's it's second to none, honestly, second to none, especially when you look at the price. It is I don't know how he makes them at this price. Either that or we've been jacked on sheets for our entire lives. These are the softest, most durable sheets. They're Giza Dream Sheets. Also, he has slippers, all-day comfort with extra cushioning. My kids uh, don't like my, my slippers because I wear them everywhere, especially when I have to go pick them up someplace. Uh, it's an extra added benefit. Go to MyPillow. You can get, um, for a limited time, 50% off of the slippers and other radio specials. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the sale. 50% off the My Slippers. MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, or use the promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We are uh, we're really glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Um, I, by the way, I, I want to talk to you about solutions here for just a second um, and, and talk to you about it in a Van Gogh sort of way or Surratt, the uh, the painter, the famous painter where it's all little dots. Yeah. The, the Ferris Bueller painting. OK, good. That's yes. how you would know. Yes. It. OK. All right. So <laughs> when you look at one of those paintings, um, it's all little teeny things that make the difference. It's all the little teeny dots all coming together. And if, and if you just isolate a dot, you'd go, I can't make a painting out of that. I can't. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Remember, this was the idea that was thought was, was ridiculous uh, for television. The lines of resolution, the, the individual dots just in three colors in you know, 1,080 different lines that make up a picture. I want you to understand that's how we make these changes. It seems impossible to do, and it seems like that's never going to come together in a painting or a picture. You're going to be able to transmit a live picture across the world in, in little dots and lines of resolution? Yes, yes. Don't feel discouraged and don't think that things are too small. You are the key. You are the one that can change the world. You just have to do exactly what you're supposed to do in your circle of influence. Don't get frustrated. Don't get beaten down. You're winning. You're winning. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Still, have you been? 
Really good, Glenn. Any of your kids or anybody in the family have uh, have had Omicron yet? I mean, everybody I know has Omicron, with the exception of us. Yeah. I don't know, you know. And your wife's not vaccined. Uh, or is she? Um, 45 seconds. Well, you know, it's an interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but it's interesting to see that um, uh, the way this has really moved across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, uh, it is gone so fast. Uh, a friend of mine who went through the entire 2020, entire 2021, didn't get it. And then here he's like, hey, my son has COVID. I'm like, everyone in your house has COVID. And then, of course, everyone, everyone in his house had COVID. It's, it's, I think this is such good news and nobody is presenting it this way. Mm-hmm. It, the death rates are way down. Everyone is getting it. And we're towards the tail end of this version. And I, I think this is really good news. if this is good news or bad news okay mm-hmm. uh but it's bad news i don't know what it is yet but it's probably really bad news. I, whatever well, it is i want you to listen okay this is the latest from the washington examiner okay humanity can rejoice knowing that we did not go the way of the dinosaurs yesterday a giant asteroid they say it's the size of a bridge uh was tumbling towards earth a near miss 1.2 million miles away a near miss and they say we're safe now sounds good i mean it does initially and then you think about the world we live in (laughs) and you kind of go i was kind of rooting for the asteroid there (laughs) let me tell you about american financing interest rate hikes are coming uh maybe four of them this year and they could happen as early as march that's the official word um, already interest rate hikes are starting to happen at the banking level, even though they're not paying more for the money. They're making you pay more for the money. You need to spend as little as possible on interest rates. If you are looking to get a mortgage, it is going to get harder and harder. Please, please call American financing today. You want a consolidation loan? Call American Financing today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Call them now. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I was very excited yesterday to see that the West Virginia State Treasurer has said that they are div- uh, d- divesting uh, themselves from any uh, uh, any investment of state funds in BlackRock. 
if this happens and takes hold across the country, that will hurt BlackRock and it will stop some of their crazy stuff that they're doing. For instance, trying to stop all gold, uh, uh, gas, oil uh, and coal. They are going to cripple these industries. Texas, as you'll find out here in a few minutes, Texas has already signed the bill, passed it, and then signed it. The governor signed it, uh, but they're not doing anything. BlackRock is doing a tap dance, and they're not doing anything. West Virginia, the state treasurer there, Riley Moore, uh, announced that the um, investment from the treasury no longer going to BlackRock Investment Fund. We have Riley Moore on the phone with us now, the uh, state treasurer for West Virginia. Riley, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Glenn, and thank you so much for having me on and allowing me to speak to you and your audience about this really important issue. It's a real honor and a privilege to be on here. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I, I saw this news this, uh, what was it, Monday or Tuesday, and I was thrilled to see that you guys were taking real action. Tell me what you've done and why you did it. Well, what we have done is we have divested uh, the state treasury completely out of BlackRock. And uh, our inflows and outflows with that BlackRock fund uh, was about $1.5 billion. It was an overnight sweeping account that we had had with them. And we decided, look, these people are diametrically opposed to our industries. We want to do business with people that want to do business with us. Look, we are an energy state. We do coal. We do natural gas. We're not going to pay BlackRock to destroy our industries, right? I mean, they have this crazy net zero goal out there, and they are hurting our industries incredibly, along with a lot of these other financial institutions, which I can go into, because at one point uh, on your show, I was uh, I do listen, you uh touched on the uh, letter that we had sent out uh, to all the big banks here in the United States as well. So this, we are putting words into action, which is what more elected officials need to do in this country. And people need to look to the states to stand up and fight, or we are going to get buried by this. And we're not going to be able to dig ourselves out. I can't tell you how happy I am to hear this from you, Riley. Um, tell me, tell me, let's start with the banks first, because you sent that letter out to the banks. Tell people what you've done and what their state should also do. What we have done is we have, there's 15 state treasures, and this is on my website, by the way, more for WV.com if you want to see the letter. And uh, 15 state treasures, we formed a coalition, which I am leading that coalition, and we are reforming our banking contracts in all of our states. Here in West Virginia, when we go through that process, a bank is going to have to certify that they are not boycotting the fossil fuel industry. If they cannot meet that certification, they will be ineligible for a banking contract here in the state of West Virginia. The other states on that letter, they're going through their processes to do the exact same thing and put the screws on all these people. I mean, this is multi-layered in terms of the threat that it causes, not only to the citizen, because the end of the day, without coal and gas, your utility bill is going up. The companies aren't paying this you're going to pay for it. Secondarily, 
It hurts our energy independence and makes us more reliable on foreign resources. Why would we want that in America? We had energy independence. So all of us are coming collectively to push back on this. This BlackRock announcement, I'll tell your audience, this is just step one. You're going to hear a lot more of this coming out of my office in the coming months of other contracts we're going to move on. (sighs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking this seriously and actually taking concrete steps. It is going to take people like you and people that, you know, vote in West Virginia to actually take a stand. There's no way to fight this uh, on the international level. It is so far gone. But if you start hitting them in the pocket and you also and and I want to ask you about this with the state, with the uh, banks, you're specifically talking about um, the uh, the planet and Green New Deal and everything else. Um, that's only the E out of ESG. Are you yeah. concerned about the full package of social justice uh, and governance as well? Absolutely, we are. And as I said, this is step one. Okay. This is, these are our first steps right now. We got to do everything we can to save these industries because I will tell you, I've had coal operators not only in West Virginia, but all over this country and natural gas guys as well come in and say, we're losing access to capital. I would urge your listening audience here, go Google the top biggest banks and look up their ESG policy frameworks. This isn't hidden now. It is out in the public, and it's in black and white, and it says we are going to deny loans, a presumptive denial to any industry that is involved in the fossil fuel extraction industries. That is an outright denial in this. And that, in the end of the day, what is it about? Control. They are trying to control us in West Virginia and around this country. And we're not going to take it anymore. And I tell you, this has been going on for decades yes. in West Virginia. This is a state, just think about this. These are the same folks <coughs> that sold us on globalization. Hey, listen, you're going to get all your goods cheaper and it's going to make your towns and cities better. Well, guess what? Globalization happened and these long stretch supply chains, we lost our jobs. Walmarts came in and took over all our small businesses, got decimated in all of our towns, and now they're coming back for our jobs. The last jobs that we have, they're coming back for our jobs. And if they come and take these coal mining and gas jobs, what are we left with? Working at Walmart. It's like we're indentured to these people and we're not going to take it anymore. I love you. Um, I will tell you that West Virginia is one of my favorite one of my favorite states and also because of the history you guys have a um a history of standing up for what is right i mean you were part of virginia and the civil war starts and you are like, i don't want anything to do with that and you went and became west virginia um you guys have stood the test of time and you also are the the quintessential when you think of the hard working, hard living uh, uh, American worker, it really is embodied in West Virginia. I can't uh, I can't believe that um, West Virginia has taken it for this long. It's like Texas. 
We're still screwing around in Texas. I don't know why, but we're still playing footsies with BlackRock. We should well, be divesting. I saw, I saw they passed that bill, and we have an additional, because I want more coming out of here. We have a bill that just passed out of Senate Energy. We're actually in session here right now in the state legislature. Bill passed out of Senate Energy. We're going to have a bill that is going to publicly list these financial institutions that are prohibited from banking in West Virginia. Because the people of West Virginia, they want to know. They're asking me, what banks are you talking about? Now, obviously... For liability purposes, you know, I'm not necessarily going to name all of these banks right now. Here, uh, I tell you what, I'll, I'll do some work for you. Um, it, it, name the five biggest banks in America. The five biggest banks in America, we know that the Federal Reserve is just a coalition of the five biggest banks. They're the biggest banks, the ones that cannot fail. Don't take my word for it. Just go do your own homework on their own websites and look up their ESG policies for environmental, social justice, and governance scores. They all have them. If they have them, divest. Get out of yep. those banks and go to a local bank. And I will tell you, there are banks that I have talked to. They're not the top five, but they're not too far down from there that are saying, thank you for doing this. Now we can go back to our board and our shareholders and say, listen, there's risk on the other side of this too. And the end of the day, all we want is a bank to act like a bank. Assess risk, assess capital. If it's a bad loan, don't make the loan. But if you go all the way down the road here on this, where we're going to potentially end up, what could potentially happen is, let's say you go in for a home loan 10 years from now or whatever, and it says, well, here's one interest rate if you have solar panels on your house. Correct. Here's another interest rate if you don't. They are trying to control our behavior. And look, we don't want what they want. And what we want is to be free to make our own decisions, work our own jobs. And you touched on it, uh, you know, these hardworking folks in West Virginia, the average coal miner is making nearly $90,000 a year. These are great paying jobs. People don't realize that. They think we're throwing people down a mine shaft somewhere. No, they love these jobs. You know what are bad jobs? Working over in the Democratic Republic of Congo and mining cobalt for the electronic uh, batteries that go in the electronic cars. They got slave labor essentially going on over there, and China's running those mines, by the way. You know, that's really interesting you bring this up, Riley. We're talking to Riley Moore, West Virginia's 25th state treasurer. Um, he was elected in 2020 and is taking a hard stand against ESG scores, the Great Reset and BlackRock in particular. Um, it, it is fascinating to me that people will say, well, if you're not going to invest in BlackRock, I mean, they're the biggest ones out there. I mean, they're making money hand over fist, yada, yada, yada. But they're also empowering China and literal slavery. And it doesn't seem to matter to anyone. No, you don't hear the left talk about this at all. I mean, there is a literal genocide going on with the Uyghur population over in China. If people have not read about this, they are in concentration camps, essentially, working and building all the components that get sent back here to the United States. Meanwhile, by taking our jobs, this, we have to get away from it. And the scariest thing is 
the U.S. and the Chinese com- uh, uh, economy are decoupling right now, but China is decoupling faster from us than we are them. China knows what time it is. They yeah. got a plan. We don't have a plan. Did you one last question? Um, when I first started talking about this about a year ago, year and a half ago, um, I was immediately, you know, conspiracy theorist, et cetera, et cetera. The banks denied it. Are you having any problem making this case now, Riley? Because it's so transparent. It's all out in the open now. You know, it's becoming easier now because of programs like yours. But I will tell you, it, not everybody is talking about this. And people really need to tune into this and be aware of it because you can vote with your money. You can vote with your money, whether it's your 401k or otherwise. Talk to your money managers. There are also companies out here, money managers, that are coming up with these portfolios called ex-China, where they're invested in emerging markets that are not China. People, the, the market is actually speaking. It's the people that are speaking because they don't want this anymore. So because of programs like yours, uh, it, it's added, thank God, validity to what I'm doing. Because I, when I first started talking about this, people thought I was crazy. Yep. I'm, you know, I got the tinfoil hat on and I'm a conspiracy theorist. And then as soon as Biden got elected, it was one month into it, coal companies and gas companies coming in and saying, we are in trouble. We're going to lose access to capital. We don't know what we're going to do. And then we heard that John Kerry is going around and pressuring banks yep. to divest at the same time. So there's this extra legal channels being yep. made to, to pressure them. And who are they pushing on? The Googles, the Facebooks and all of them. If you if, if this bank doesn't divest, then we'll get Googles and Facebook to leave. It, it's an it's entirely coordinated effort going on out there. And how, how soon will it be where we as individuals, like in China, get ESG scores? When will ESG be part of your credit score? Soon. To be able to buy a home, credit <laughs> yeah. card, anything. Yeah. If we don't stop it, it will happen soon. Riley Moore, the West Virginia State Treasurer, wish I was a... I wish I was in your state, lived there so I could vote for you. You're fantastic. Riley Moore, West Virginia State Treasurer, thank you. Please let us know anything we can do to help. God bless. All right. Do you remember the time when you actually really kind of felt good and you had a spring in your step and you're like, I can't wait to start the day? Yeah, me neither. But right now, sometimes it's hard to get from point A to point B uh, because it feels like you're just in this thick mud of of pain and aches and everything else. Uh, Tanya threw out her back. Uh, she's going in for a, a, a procedure tomorrow. Uh, but she, like four of her discs just went out. And she did nothing. And it's like, she's like, well, what happened? And I'm like, I know, right? As you start to get old, you know, you used to have a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've... You know, I hurt my back when I was young. I fell out of a second story window. It's a great story. Now I picked up a pencil. That's not good. Get out of pain. Get your life back with Relief Factor. Three-week quick start developed for you, 1995. It's a trial pack. Thousands of people have ordered it and then go on to order it month after month. 70% go on to order more. So try it. Please get your life back. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF or ReliefFactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference.
10 seconds, station ID. Holy cow. Do you love that guy or what? It's nice to hear someone who actually seems to be doing it, not just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And at last hour, we talked to somebody uh, in um, in um, New Hampshire that is doing the same thing, left a meeting in the state house where they are trying to ban these ESG scores uh, and put the banks on notice. You're not to do this here. This is all part of the Great Reset. Please get the new book. It's you can find it at glensnewbook.com right now. The only version you can buy is a Kindle version. I don't even know if you can pre-order it anymore. It's so far uh, backed up. Uh, but please get the uh, digital version, the Kindle version. You can get it now. Um, also, tonight we're doing a special on this. Now, we've just gone from Riley Moore, state treasurer, who said, not only are we putting BlackRock on notice, we're divesting, what did he say, a billion and a half dollars from our treasury funds that we had invested through BlackRock. We're pulling all of that money out. Um, but we're going further. We're also going to the banks. Here in Texas, we also passed a law that said we're divesting from BlackRock. The governor signed it. I called yesterday to find out why hasn't any of this been done. I can't get anyone from the state of Texas to give me an answer. Now, I'm going to beat this drum until we get the governor or the state treasurer or somebody that knows what are we doing with BlackRock? Why are we playing footsie with them? The word is, is that BlackRock's like, well, well, you know, we can work things out. I mean, let's, you know, we're not going to be so tough on, uh, you know, oil and gas. No, zero, no, no money, none. You cannot compromise with people who are untrustworthy. No. And I want an answer from the great state of Texas. What the hell? What? What's happening to Texas? You're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. No more fence sitting. Which side are you on? You've passed it. You've signed it. Good. So why aren't you doing it? Or are they doing it? We don't know. And if they're mm-hmm. doing it, then I will be the first to say congratulations, mm-hmm. Texas. But I'd like to be able to get somebody on the phone from Texas to answer. Are you doing it? And if not, why? More in a second. The Glenn Back Program. So a 12-year-old uh, named Baylor uh, lives in North Carolina. She wrote in and she said, Glenn, Tuttle Twins books give, gave me the knowledge of how things work in aspects of reality, like inflation. It's 12 year old, 12 year old. The knowledge of how things work in aspects of reality, like inflation. These books have also taught me that the federal government is too big and powerful. They take your money and use it for anything they want, which is ridiculous if you ask me. Wasn't one of the reasons we fought to gain freedom from England was because of taxes? The Tuttle Twins have inspired me to become an active member in my community when I get a little older. My gosh, how great is that? If you want your kids, your grandkids to understand the realities and understand they got to stand up for them. Please get the Tuttle Twins books. 
35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. Huge discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in a crazy socialist world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Tonight, starting at 8 p.m. on Blaze TV, it's Studios America, right into a brand new special from Glenn Beck on The Great Reset. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze TV channel. You can find this only online, but you can also find it uh, several different places, including Roku and what's that other Pluto? place? Pluto TV mm-hmm. and YouTube. And that's as far as I can go. That's a lot. Yeah. That's I'm a lot a, of availability. Uh, I'm a subscriber. So if you're a subscriber, watch tonight, 9 p.m., an hour commercial free on The Great Reset. Uh, we're going to talk to you about what it actually means to you, not just corporations. Also, Glenn, your wish is my command. Or, oh, I and this per- that. this particular case, the state of Texas's. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. they, that's there. Have they responded? They have responded. We just got a response in about this. Um, it's a, it's long and detailed, but to sort of boil it down, there are two parts of what they're saying is going on. One is incoming new contracts, mm-hmm. so like new deals that they're uh, working on, and then the existing ones that are there. The new ones, they're saying this is already in place. They're already running all this through uh, and trying to avoid, particularly as based on oil and gas, these sorts of restrictions. So new th- business has already, this is already taking place. Uh, the existing stuff that was going on, they are still looking f- to for suitable candidates to divest into. Uh, as they point out, the law doesn't specifically just talk about uh, BlackRock. It talks about all Correct. sorts of different things. Correct. Um, and so you can't just and, and you shouldn't be able to just target one company in a law. That's not a good idea. No. And it's um, and it also shouldn't just be targeting for oil and gas. Yes. It should right. be ESG. Right. And because so that's the real that's the real problem. So they're trying to come up with a longer term uh, solution so that they can catch all of this stuff uh so that's ongoing they have not announced the, the 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 details on that yet let me go to alex epstein he is the president and founder center for industrial industrial progress he's the author of the book moral case for fossil fuels alex did you just hear what Stu said? We just got a we just got a, a note from the state of Texas saying we're we're working on it. It's just taking us a while. We want to make sure that we have it broad enough. You buy what that? Exactly are they working on? <laughs> let me say. Let me read it to you. We are currently working to establish suitable candidates for the divestment list related to SB 13. We have been tasked with examining an extremely large universe of financial companies, and it would not be appropriate to comment on a single firm prior to releasing the full initial list of companies subject to the divestment provisions in SB 13. Comptroller uh, Hagar is committed to safeguarding the Texas economy and Texas jobs, but that cannot be accomplished by narrowly focusing on one entity. Texas lawmakers could have singled out one company, but they understood the approach would not have the impact needed to address this alarming trend. Additionally, this issue of long-term concern for Comptroller Hagar with increased promotion of the ESG investment trend. 
He has noted when discussing other efforts, including divestment lists related to companies boycotting Israel or doing business with Iran, the agency is focused on creating a transparent and defendable process that not only reliably identifies current suitable candidate companies, but also creates the framework for highlighting potential future candidates. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, I, I do think that's that's reasonable. I mean, there, there's a lot to discuss in terms of this legislation, which hasn't been what I'm commenting on, um, because it's it's challenging. <clears throat> excuse me, it's challenging to do something about that. But what I'm really focused on with BlackRock is they're really trying to have it both ways. They've got an enormous amount of status, prestige, and money by leading the movement to eliminate fossil fuels, a- aka the net zero movement. And if you look at what they say. In their letters, they say this requires emissions to go down by 8 to 10% per year. And that, by the way, was starting in 2020, where emissions were a lot lower than now. So it'd have to be an even faster right now. And they're saying that, but they're also saying, oh, no, we love oil and gas. We're long-term investors in oil and gas. And my point is, those two things are contradictory. If you want to eliminate emissions, then you are going to rapidly eliminate oil and gas, and you should take responsibility for the shortages and high prices that have occurred because of what you've done. I'm concerned that, I mean, I think... Targeting BlackRock and getting people to uh, understand you're, if you're investing with them, you are investing in the Great Reset and the ESG system. But it's also not just BlackRock. It is any banking institution, uh, any investment firm that is using ESG scores to be able to uh, score companies and investors. Is it not? Yeah, a hundred percent. And so I have this website I set up called energytalkingpoints.com. And if you just search ESG on that site, uh, you'll get the information about why I think ESG is anti-development, anti-freedom, and ultimately anti-America. Um, and it's because it's it's really targeting the energy industry. And what it's doing is it's it's opposing low-cost, reliable energy from fossil fuels, as well as usually nuclear. And it's promoting unreliable solar and wind. And what this does is it reverses the function of finance, which is supposed to be to invest capital efficiently. It's making energy capital inefficient, and energy is the industry that powers every other industry. And so that means everything is going to be more expensive because of this ESG movement. So I agree 100% it's bigger than BlackRock. BlackRock just happens to have a leadership role that they're being particularly evasive of. Correct. And it is bigger than just oil and gas. It is the E, the S, and the G. I mean, right now we're seeing, because Davos is having their their, uh, meetings on the Great Reset this week, and we've already heard Fauci speak uh, about how they have to figure out a way to silence speech that they say is misleading. He said, I don't know how we do that. Well, one easy way is to, US, to, to use an ESG score. Um, they can arbitrarily say you are presenting uh, misinformation and that your company is now posing a risk to the stability of society and we can't support you. We can't give you loans. We can't do transactions. That's what's coming. Yeah, I think it's, I agree with that. And it's important I put this in, in that website I mentioned, energytalkingpoints.com, if you search ESG, but I'm reading from it now. ESG was a movement cooked up at the UN, not exactly a leading expert in profitable investment, to impose moral and political agendas, largely left-wing ones, on institutions that would not, not adopt them if left to their own devices. So it's really taking all these leftist ideas and it's trying to impose them via corporations, often because the people are dissatisfied with the ability to get voters to support these policies. That's the, the, the biggest 
thing that is so disturbing as they talk about democracy, which we're not, we're a republic, but as they talk about democracy, this undercuts democracy. There is, this is the elites having their voice because they can't get the people to sign on to what they want to do. Exactly. And they, they will, will put it as, oh, we're so rational and the people are irrational. So that's why we envy China and we want to be able to impose whatever we want. But my view is with most of these things, they don't have any good arguments. And certainly on energy, they don't have any good arguments for why you should rapidly eliminate fossil fuels, not support nuclear, promote unreliable solar and wind. Uh, these things just don't work. They're not cost effective. And that's going to make everything more expensive and life worse. And what we're seeing right now is just a mere taste of it. If you look at the European energy crisis, rising prices here, this is just a taste of what these green policies mean. And so this should clue us into these experts don't really know what they're talking about. If they knew what they're talking about, they would just try to persuade us and let free markets develop these amazing Correct. solutions that they claim are amazing. Well, but they've also, they've also taken things out of the mix. For instance, the safest energy, the safest energy, the cleanest energy is nuclear. France yeah. has it. It's run. It's fine. Now they're they're shutting down. I think f- what is it, uh, thirty or forty percent of their power plants in a test, uh, and it's going to cause energy prices in France to raise. They say forty percent in the coming months. I mean, y- y- there's no reasoning with anyone. They're not taking reasonable steps at all, and instead they're going to jack with people's lives with their safety, uh, and also with all of their money. The nuclear thing, I think, is a very revealing example because it doesn't involve the issue of CO2. Nuclear doesn't emit CO2. And as you said, it's the safest form of energy. It's the cleanest form of energy ever devised. And so people claiming to be concerned about CO2, you'd expect them to love nuclear. But they don't, and they often oppose large-scale hydro as well. And the core of this is really philosophy slash religion. They really believe in the idea, whether they know it or not, that our goal should be to eliminate human impact on Earth, not to advance human flourishing on Earth. And so they look at everything from that perspective. They think, oh, nuclear is unnatural. It has too much of an impact. Hydro is unnatural. It impacts free-flowing rivers. And they're totally willing to sacrifice civilization for the god of unimpacted nature. So, but that's not BlackRock. That's not these banks. Well, I mean, well, it is. See, that's that's the interesting thing is is how do you sort of integrate a, a bank like this with these ideals? And I think what happens is whenever you have a certain wrong moral idea or even a right moral idea, the financial world follows it. So we have this core moral idea in our civilization that we should be eliminating our impact on Earth, and above all, we should be eliminating our impact on climate. That's the most important thing. And so what BlackRock has done. How, whatever their exact motives is they're cashing in on that and saying, okay, we're going to be the leader of eliminating our impact on climate. So regardless of what Larry thinks convictions are and how corrupt or not corrupt he is, he's pursuing an ideal that almost everyone agrees with on some level. And I think that's except why it's so the people who I think except the people who really believe it. I mean, what was the guy's name, Stu, we had on the air? He used to work with BlackRock. He was the guy who was, you know, he put the E in ESG and he came out and said, this whole thing is a scam. This is all about money. This is not about actually doing for something for the environment. Yeah, well, I think that's true for a lot of people. There's a lot of cynicism. And you see there's a lot of lying, like companies claiming I'm 100% renewable. I'm going to be net zero. This is all nonsense. If 
you know how energy works. Uh, but still, what I'm focused on is there's still this moral monopoly on the idea that it's evil to impact nature, it's evil to impact climate, and so our focus should be eliminating our impact. And what I'm just saying is that these profiteers, they look at that debate, they look at yes. that framing, and they say, I'm going to make money off it. And that's why I'm focused on the philosophy and the framing versus just trying to go after these individual people. BlackRock just happens to be so influential. I thought it would be a good, they would be a good yeah. uh, company to make an example of. So, uh, Alex, uh, last question. I mean, we, I feel like there is real, starting to be real movement on the Great Reset and, and some of these things. And I know we are a million miles away because we're so far behind. But if people wake up to it and you start... Um, speaking with your money and uh, speaking to these institutions as states, locals, and individuals, I think is, I think you can beat this. I, I think so, and, and I, I call it the great regress. I think it's very important to put it as a progressive uh, phenomenon because it's really anti anti progress, and I hate the idea that regressives get called progressives. Mm -hmm. I think what's needed is to have a clear idea that this is evil, that it's statism, that it's a regress, but also to have an idea of progress or, you know, being pro-liberty, having a vision for how more liberty will lead to more human flourishing. And I just mentioned that website, energytalkingpoints.com. If you search on that long-term value creation, I put forward a positive alternative to ESG where companies are focused on the long-term without sacrificing to these leftist gods. And I think that that's one attempt to give a positive not just oppose the negative. Alex Epstein, thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks for all of your hard work. You bet. We'll talk to you again. Sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Inflation continues to hammer away at the U.S. economy and the value of the dollar is going down. It's not just that you prices are going up. It's the the actual value of your dollar is going down. It can't buy as much anymore. When that happens, the central banks have to pull all of that excess money in. Well, we have trillions of dollars floating out. I can't imagine what the interest rate is going to be. And they're concerned now that it will stop the heart of this economy because it is a weak recovery because we're doing things that are going against the very nature of of natural law and the law of humankind. So anyway... What do you do to hedge against it? Well, you make sure that some of the money that you have saved and put away is not in dollars. You make sure that some of what you have is something that will the world will eventually return to, and it always does, to gold or silver. Right now, Goldline is offering a very unique special, combining my two favorite assets. When you buy 20 of their historic $5 gold Indian coins, you're going to receive a five-pack of Goldline's coveted Silver Maple Flex Bars at no additional cost. Both of these items are extremely difficult to acquire at any time. The special should not be ignored right now. Call them 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Tonight on Glenn TV. Despite what the far left says, we have made it through a once-in-a-lifetime, never-could-have-imagined-it disaster, the COVID-19 pandemic. But now what's coming next could be even worse. Prices surging more than they have in 30 years, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. An evil plan is on our horizon that will change everything about the way you live. And Glenn exposes it all. The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. The Glenn Back Program. 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, Glenn, what do you make of the approach of the Biden administration on Russia? They are <laughs> outwardly saying they expect them to potentially attack at any moment, so, and they're threatening them. A couple of things. If you're watching the markets in Russia, you're seeing that the market there is falling apart. Their stock market has lost, I think, $100 billion in just a value in just like two days. The markets are expecting Russia to go in. That's not good. They're but they're battening down the hatches on their stock market because they know something bad is coming. I happen to believe that something bad is coming because this administration has no credibility. What I don't understand what they're doing either. What? Why are you? What are you doing? Warning that they're going to be consequences. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're saying they're going to be severe economic consequences if they are invade. There? Really, really, the time to stop an invasion is before the tanks roll across the border. You don't stop Hitler once he's in <laughs> Poland. Right. Well, that's what, I guess that's what they would say they're trying to do, right? They're threatening these consequences before... Vladimir Putin, we're serious about this. That's a sovereign nation. Take your troops and stand down. Remove half of your troops. There's no reason mm. that, militarily speaking, the only thing you're positioned for is an invasion. Take them, remove them, or sanctions begin tonight. That's how you deal with Russia mm. and a strong man in in uh, in Putin. All right, we'll see you tonight, nine o'clock, only on Blaze TV. Don't miss the Wednesday night special this week, commercial free. The Great Reset. This is the Glenn Beck Program.